everybody. Chris from CSS Tricks. I just had uh, somebody write in as an email and asked me how this little card UI works on CSS Tricks. And I was like, oh, that's right. That is kind of fun, isn't it? Um, let's just recreate the basics of it um, as a code pen because there's a couple little CSS Tricks in there that I think are kind of fun. So let me just make a new pen and we'll just build it really quick. So I guess they're cards, right? And within it, um, there's, let's just put five of them maybe, and we need a little content in each card. So maybe there's, um, let's see, oops, did I get them all? Do I have the things? Yeah. Let's make nice indented HTML title. Sure. And how about like, this is an article and it has some content or whatever that gives us a little bit of HTML to work with. Uh, let's see, like, let's give ourselves like a background that's like somewhat dark or something so we can see background. Oops, that got funny background, background, and each card will be white, you know, BG white. Sure. I guess they're pushing away from each other because of the margin that exists on a title, right? Is like pushing away the other card. Each card is just a div, so it has no styles. But yeah, the, the user agent style sheet has a margin block start and margin block end of, of 0.83m. That's funny to see that. You'd expect margin top and bottom, but because it's a user agent style sheet, so it knows exactly what browser it is, it can start using those CSS logical properties, they're called. That's pretty fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, our cards are, are right to left, um, right? So display flex. Uh, we'll just put them all. Oops, the card itself. No, cards is display flex. So now they're all next to each other. That's just what display flex does. Makes a row of them, makes them squishy if it needed to be. I suppose if we went flex, wrap, wrap, and we got to a f oh, just far enough, they would start to fall down if they could. Funny how that works, but ours are all right next to each other, so they don't need to wrap. Let's just have them squished like this. We can always put them in the middle of the screen too, couldn't we? We could say um, that the height of the viewport is 100 VH. Now, why do we have a scroll bar? Oh, that's right, because the height is really 100 VH plus uh, eight pixels of margin, I think, is in the UA style sheet. So the height is over 100%, thus we get those scroll bars. Yeah, see eight pixels here. So the thing to get rid of that is just margin zero and that'll go away. A lot of people use a universal reset anyway that might set that. But here we're just writing from scratch pretty much. I guess we have SAS turned down just in case we want to use nesting and stuff, but we probably won't use SAS that much. Anyway, let me save it. Make sure we don't. Nobody's uh, sweating out there in the audience. Uh, and then if we want display uh, grid, that's cool. It's not going to do anything until, well, I guess it did do something. It, it stretched the card component all the way because uh, I guess the default for a grid item is to stretch it, I guess. That's interesting, isn't it? But if we said place items in the center, then it'll push them down to the middle there instead of defaulting to stretch. That's cool. Still squishy and fun. We're making good progress already, aren't we? Um, how would we, I guess we could, do we need any space between them? Each individual card, let's make it look card-like, I guess, border radius, I don't know, one rem or something. And they're like that. But the, the beauty of the cards, you know, in this layout is that they kind of are overlapping each other. 
even to the point of hiding some of the content a little bit. Padding to rem, you know, maybe we can make them really look card-like. Now we have all this space that we can overlap relatively safely. Uh, so if we said, though, like, margin left is negative to rem, that's cool. They're going to overlap each other. Like, I guess we'll emphasize that overlapping with a box shadow. Uh, maybe, like, four picks, four picks is left and right and it's 12 picks thing and there's two picks of spread and we'll make it um oh here we'll use some sass i always like writing black instead of having to write out zero 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 uh we'll make it more emphasized you can really see that drop shadow um cool and now they're all overlapping nicely which is kind of cool and we can d decide how drastically we want to do that overlapping do you want to hide content or not it uh, doesn't matter too much, I guess. But we've we've kind of lost. We had some. We've experienced some data loss here. You can't see the first one, so maybe we'll only apply that margin on not the first one. So we could go card, not the first child. All the rest of them have that margin, so just not the first one. Now we we don't have any data loss, at least along the left. You know, my kind of thinking on CSS tricks was maybe we'll have a little data loss along the right, and people really hated that, so I put the scroll in. Uh, not everybody likes that either, but hey, whatever. At least you can get to all the content so you don't feel like you're being cheated out of stuff. And I guess there might get to a point where you'd have a little... Well, I guess the whole page scrolls. But it wouldn't if we did overflow hidden, which isn't... Uh, terribly rare on the body element just because that horizontal scroll bar that random things can trigger is a little annoying so possible data loss off the right uh, and we have a little i guess data loss here too unless until we get those those kind of hovers or focus events or whatever we're going to do in there but let's leave it like that for a moment now how does the the movement work i mean certainly we could say card you know like card hover like moves up or something so transform transform translate translate um i guess the y direction is up and down and so if it was like negative one rem as you hover over them they pop up oh look at that it changes their stacking context too doesn't it so we didn't even have to put z index on it for it to uh to rise to the top which is pretty cool so maybe a card would have a uh, a transition on it now we could put it here right trans transition that's always a uh, kind of a bad practice though isn't it to put it just on the hover that means as you hover over it it has a nice transition then you hover off it doesn't have a transition anymore so it just goes away so we could put it uh on the ca the card element uh and then it's like ooh, but chris you screwed up look at that first one doesn't have it oh that's right because i put it on the wrong selector let's make sure it's on just cards itself all of them have a transition now. So now they're popping up nicely, which is kind of cool. I wonder if we can, can we can we push the rest of them away? That's kind of an interesting situation. How do you push, you know, if you hover over this one, I want all four of the next ones to go away. So can I select all but the one I have? But what about if you select this one, all I really want to move is these two, not these other two. So that's kind of an interesting situation. Fortunately, in CSS kind of has a perfect selector for it. So we can say that card, when you hover it, um, I want to select all the rest of the elements that also match some selector. And that's this little tilde. It's like an adjacent sibling selector, I think they call it. Uh, those cards do something like background red or whatever. Let's just see if it works. 
background? Why am I freaking out about that? All right, so, ooh, look at it. It does exactly what we want it to do. Those four, those three, those two, those one, and nothing else. So the adjacent sibling selector to the to the rescue there. If we weren't nesting it, it would just look like that, you know? Uh, but instead of doing, uh, you know, a Y transform, maybe we'll do an X transform to move them out of the way. And uh, how far did we move it? That negative 4 rem we could just put back, you know? We could say margin left uh, 0 or whatever. Um, it's kind of interesting to be mixing margin and translate. The reason I just reach for translate right away is just for the performance of it. You know, they say that using the translate properties is far more performant than animating something like margin left. Um, so we'll put translate axis 4 rem to fight that margin. There we go. It pushes all the rest of them away. That's basically what we are after. So it's, it's almost like we're done. It's interesting that the it does, it's not janky anymore, like the the fact that its Z-index rises up. It just automatically pops up. That's nice. That's a nice little effect. It's kind of like we're almost done, really. So, like, why bother? But anyway, we could do, like, a, you know, a variable, like, uh, you know, distance or something. Is that for REM? And then use it just to make our lives a little easier. Should that ever change? We could go var distance. Oh, what... What happened there, huh? Translate X. Was 4rem like way too... Oh, because one was negative and one was positive, wasn't it? So the distance is four, negative 4rem there. And then if you hover it, it's actually... Oh, translate. Oh, I put it in the wrong spot, right? This was just negative 1rem. And this is 4rem, and now it's going to go the wrong... It's going to do the wrong thing. We need to multiply it, right? Calc. Far distance times negative one that I just screw myself up here. Is that really what I wanted to do? Yeah, I guess it was because it's four rem, it's negative four rem margin and positive four rem uh, the other direction. So we just had to multiply that variable by negative one to, to flip it. Oy, oy, oy. That freaked me out there for a minute, but we got it. Um, what else did I want to cover? Well, one thing was that because we have a little data loss here, that's a little unfortunate for someone who doesn't have access to a, a mouse, essentially. Like, what if you tab through these things? Shouldn't you be able to see it too? Like, every time you do hover, isn't it also true that generally we apply a focus style? And a focus style is one thing uh, which we should probably have. I mean, we kind of have it in the sense that this is the style we'd want to apply, but maybe we'd put a border around it or something a little more like stereotypically focused style too. Uh, but you can't tab to them at all right now because, for one thing, they're just divs. So, I mean, I guess if they had tab index on all of them, it would work, but I feel like I've been scorned by tab, tab index and the popular, you know, idea is just don't mess with tab index if you can, which... Um, I think makes sense to some degree. Like, what is it? Why would you want to move focus to just a generic div that has content in any way? Isn't it the content inside that kind of matters? Well, it kind of does. Like, what if each title linked to an article? I mean, it certainly does. These cards certainly link to, these card titles certainly link to somewhere uh, on the current design. So let's do that. Let's just have something inside it be focusable. So let's copy that. We'll replace them all. Um, with what we had, only there'll be a link in there, too. So 
We'll use the old hash zero techniques. We don't know where we're linking to yet, but it won't jump the page that way. And we'll replace all of them with that. So now these will all have a, a title in them. They don't go anywhere or do anything, uh, but now they're focusable. So if we tab through the page, they're tab throughable, which is cool. It doesn't mean that the card though is focusable and the card is the thing that we kind of want to select so that we can apply the style. Well, fortunately we have a, uh, a selector that can do it. So let me duplicate this line, remove this so it's a valid selector. And then I would say focus, but again, the cards are not focusable, but I can say focus within. That means select this card, you know, select all the rest of the cards when one of the cards has focus inside of it. So now as I tab through this, that, uh, that focus style applies. And I guess we should do it here too, right? Like hover and then focus within does that. Now, I guess we'd probably refactor this CSS to some degree because we're using SAS anyway. All these repeated card selectors uh, could be moved inside, right? So, and this stuff. Close it. It's just kind of a nice selector. Then if we're using SAS anyway, maybe we, we would do that just uh, to get rid of that repetitive card selector, and we could keep going and do that uh, throughout the rest of them. But I think that's the gist of it, right? Pretty nice little tabbable card component with no data loss and kind of an interesting uh, approach to it. Anyway, that's it. I'm not going to drag it out. See ya. Thanks.